I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday night, the first night of the in-season tournament for the NBA. Let's go! Um, And we are, of course, everywhere you get podcasts, search the Black Guy Who Tips, Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Feedback. You can always leave feedback through the show notes. It tells you all the places you can leave feedback. Uh, the official weapon of the show is? The folding chair. And the unofficial sport? Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And speaking of feedback, I want to hop on this one early. We got an email from my girl Zinzi, okay. uh, international listener. Um, and I And it was something that I thought was worth discussing on its own in this episode and not even just for waiting for feedback. Okay. Cause it's something that I've been seeing a lot of and I want, you know, I think we should address on the show, which is the power of the vote this is from Zinzi. Okay. Dear Rod and Karen, I'm writing after weeks of contemplating this topic because it's something I'm struggling to understand by myself. I've always appreciated your points of view regarding things ranging from American politics to social media influence. So I'm hoping you can make this easy for me to grasp. I am not American, if that wasn't clear. But like most of the world, I and my country are inevitably affected by America's domestic and foreign policies. To get to the point, this ongoing ethnic cleansing in Palestine by Israel with the unwavering support of the U.S., U.K., and other Western allies is why I'm writing in. While I'm not looking for your input on the conflict, I've noticed, like you, a number of people say that the U.S.'s stance on the issue will affect how they vote in upcoming elections. I've also heard your responses to statements like this, both here and on 3GO, and this is where my confusion lies. I remember you saying that Biden was a president who could be pushed to the left on most issues, and that made him a much better option than the other guy. Keeping this in mind, I guess I'm wondering how exactly he gets moved if people who express their disapproval of the administration's handling of this issue are constantly told to shut up and vote blue because the other guy is worse. Now, you may say that the Biden administration has at least cautioned Israel to limit civilian casualties. Now, I don't know how we're supposed to address this question, but not talk about the conflict. Right. But, <laughs> but then I have to say they um, <laughs> they do that while also saying that no conditions will ever be placed on the support the U.S. offers Israel. Um, they say they're sending aid to Gaza, but also Biden seeking expedited approval to remove every available restriction on the supply of arms to Israel. It's Biden saying that he saw 40 beheaded babies in a claim that was almost immediately debunked and never walking it back. It's Biden saying Palestinians are lying about the numbers of casualties they've suffered while never questioning info from Israel, which almost always proves to be false. It's Biden saying Israel never bombed a hospital and then staying quiet while every hospital in Gaza was bombed by Israel afterward. It's also the White House press secretary saying to the press that the pro-Palestinian protesters remind the administration of white supremacists carrying tiki torches in Charlottesville. At this point, the death toll is now upwards of 15,000 people with over 1.5 million Palestinians losing their homes with the U.S. and the U.K. repeat over and over. Uh, the Israel has a right to defend itself. Uh, that Israel has a right to defend itself. As someone from a country that is the mercy at the mercy of international players like the U.S., I see these things and it makes it easy for me to understand why Arab Americans or others who support them may refuse to vote for Democrats in the upcoming elections. I see people saying they've lost tens of family members in Gaza and now they cannot vote for the president, being told that they would also be deported if the other guy wins. 
I suppose my question is this. How exactly can they express their disapproval if not by threatening to withhold their vote? Also, if the entire Democratic side stood with them instead of mocking and threatening them over this, wouldn't that push the administration to at least reconsider its stance? I agree that voting cannot be based on a single issue, but when the issue is watching your friends, family, and people who look like you be dehumanized by the government you voted for while their deaths are written off, it's understandable that they would take this position. I just wonder if it wouldn't be more productive for people to overwhelmingly support this single issue right now rather than signal to the government that the lines they can cross can always be shifted to accommodate other issues. I'm certain there are bad actors using this as an opportunity to sow discord discord and create division within the ranks of Democrats. And yet, if the whole point of the lesser of two evils is that one can be influenced, how else can aggrieved parties exert their influence when all they have to when all they have is their vote? I know black people in the U.S. have had to play this balancing act since forever. So maybe I'm hoping you can offer some insight that I'm missing as someone looking on it from the outside. As always, I have tremendous respect for both of you, how you use your voices and the passion you have for your community. I hope this email isn't too burdensome to read. And I appreciate you always taking the time to listen and respond to your listeners. Thank you for your time and kindness, Zinzi. So uh, that was the first email. And then I replied back just to make sure, like, okay, just to make sure. You're not saying we said this stuff on the show because we did not. Correct. And she said, yeah, I'm more just asking how to deal with it. Because I was like, at no point on this show have we been telling people like anything dismissive of their concerns over Palestine. Mm -mm. We haven't told anybody like, well, you better go fucking vote. We haven't mocked Mm -mm. anybody for saying they're not going to vote, for being Muslim or whatever. That being said, I don't agree with people not voting, but it, that's why they have a vote and I have mine. I would not do what they're doing in their case. Um, and I'll get into my reasons why, because you asked, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, one thing I've actually cautioned on the show and been talking about, especially this conflict with social media, I don't even understand the point of people yelling at folks who are saying they're not going to vote. Either they're A, so emotionally distraught at this moment that you're yelling at them they better vote and and just vote blue no matter what they're gonna be mad as fuck at you saying that to them whether there's wisdom in it or not you you know obviously i've been telling people you don't mock people you don't uh like dismiss people i have there's people all over my feed that have you know the i'm not voting or you know all you know fuck joe genocide joe and shit I'm not engaging them because either A, they want the engagement and they want to fight about it because they're upset. Mm-hmm. And I and I think a lot of times that's how stuff operates on a social media level, even when people don't realize it. Right. You're putting out that thing to invite a fight about it because, you know, someone's it's not just going to be 100 percent of people that agree. There's going to be a, some people that come in and want to fight. But if we're being honest, you voting or not voting is such an individual decision. You telling everybody is a I want the smoke decision. Yes, it is. Um, you know, just the the same way that I'm I'm going to vote for whoever the Democratic candidate is next year, and I'm not I don't have to broadcast it on my Twitter feed and be like I don't care what's going on I'm voting for well why would I do that so so we can't fight about it so so you can be upset the person that is going but I'm not gonna vote it it shouldn't but I think that's what social media is for is for arguing for people so right, right. because my whole thing and it's not anything against the person that's writing it mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff you're talking about i'm not trying to be funny is a whole whirlwind of shit that's been happening on social media right and so you're asking us to address social media shit 
and those things are not the same. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these questions, you're seeing a lot of these things online. Like you, you're seeing a lot, of, a lot of these different things from everywhere, and you're like, all of it has to be the same, but that's not so. Mm-hmm. You know, because me and Roger speaks from an individual thing, and as somebody who lives in this country, as somebody who has dealt with this country, quote unquote, oppressing them and all these things, like like it's it's a complex thing, and the thing is, at the end of the day, you either gonna vote or you don't. And the reality of it is, I can't speak for where you are, but the reality is here in this country right here, there used to be a time, regardless if people believed it or not, where both sides were quote unquote civil. And there was a side where you could quote unquote have discussions, even though people still didn't agree with everything 100%. But there used to be a time here in this country where you could talk and discuss and it wasn't like these hard ass lines that nobody was. And it's Well, hold on. Because I, I think the scope of history is, is different than that. It's deeper than that. I think what and it is happening today and is the same as it ever was. But America is a genocide. Yes. America as a concept is a heist. It is a theft. Mm-hmm. It is an empire. Uh, it is not a good country. It is a capitalistic idea that exploits people to the bone and exploits the world as such. Mm-hmm. The head start America had on all these other established countries is that they stole it last. Yes. That's why it's a superpower. What I think, the and, and, it, and it's never really been civil it's been that the people that they were being uncivil to were not allowed in the room. Right. So it wasn't uncivil to the slaves. It wasn't uncivil to the Native Americans. I mean, it wasn't civil to the Native Americans. It wasn't civil to the, to the, to the, to the slaves in America. It, it wasn't, you know, it, it's, it's, it's uncivil. You know, it's, it's the opposite of that. You know, they, they, they call it a civil war not because of the civility of it, but by, you know, just the nature of uh, the definition of civics, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the point I want to make, though, is, and I don't mean this to sound callous, which is, you know, I've, I've seen callous versions of this. This is a woman yes. on TikTok who has like a five or like a long rant sitting in her car. She's obviously been arguing all day with the people that are saying mm-hmm. they're not going to vote. She's been concentrating on the people that are like, you know, genocide Joe and shit. And then she kind of like, starts yelling at them and you know talking about and i'm she i don't think she what she's saying is factually incorrect but the tone of it is very much like you and your big feelings over da-da-da. well what did you got to understand this and if you let republicans get in it's gonna be like this and i noticed in your in your emails Enzi, you already have the counter arguments in there mm-hmm. so you do know the difference is i put more weight on those counter arguments than the people who are like i just refuse to vote and I've always been like that. This isn't a, well, those ain't my people, so I don't care. I'm black in America. Nigger, hard R in America. So to me, what I hear is I quit, I go home, and then somehow it'll magically resolve itself. Magically. Or at least if it doesn't resolve itself, I can say, not my fault, I abdicated from voting. Right. But I feel like voting to me personally is a civic duty. It's never been about making me feel like friends with this country. It's never been about me feeling um, like 
I, I'm I'm doing this like it's a like when you like a celebrity and I have to stand for this country and I have to like everything the celebrity does and when I have a president if they don't agree with me on a hundred issues out of a hundred then I'm not voting for them that to me that's a very like it, it, being where I'm from down here in the south that's a very privileged way to look at voting mm-hmm. out down here we ain't never had that mm-hmm. and we and us not voting or not being allowed to vote has never given us the progress that this gambit of not voting and then the next people will fix it, this has never worked out for us. Mm-mm. We've never been able to abstain from a vote and come back as black people more empowered, ever. It's always less. It's always been less, period. And that's what this country is, is about giving less. So as I've said on the show before, my view of America is that it's an imperialistic threat to the country, to the world, not the country, to the world. My personal conviction is that as a citizen of this country, I sh- can't just go, fuck it, Who, whoever wants it the most just gets it. And if it's the bad people, the people I think are worse, I'm done. When I said I'm not a single issue voter, I meant it. Right. I, that was not something I said haphazardly or flippantly to dismiss other people. Even when shit is bad for black people, my people here. I still vote for what I think will be less bad for us. Mm-hmm. There's no black utopia coming. Nope. You know, I think for younger people that came through in the Obama administration and the uh, the uh, sorry the Obama administration and and like experienced that eight years and really kind of fell for the like celebrity feel good of having a president because in my opinion he is an excellent president he's probably the best president we ever had if not top three or whatever the fuck and no like scandal scandals and just most of the problems with with barack obama are the problems with being the president of america as opposed to like oh he brought these specific problems he was getting his dick sucked in the over office he was uh, a serial fucking rapist or uh, he was uh this that like his stuff is like he was a president and they still had wars and conflicts and bombs were dropped on people that's what you know that's the job to me and i think that's my pragmatic approach to voting and always will be i can't i've never been an idealistic voter i'm not saying i can't understand but it's more like it's just so antithetical to what i think about america (laughs) i can't even imagine a world where i would feel like proud like where i'm like i voted and the country's gonna do all the things i wanted to do no i'm voting and it's just part of the fight just do a jab right now you gotta duck you know um but but the point i wanted to say though is in that world that in my worldview me abstaining for voting makes me the coward it makes me the hypocrite I'm not calling other people that, but that's how the fuck I would feel if I knew that me not voting in North Carolina is the reason that the anti-trans bathroom bill got passed. I would be like, I could have done something about that. That was one of the closest votes in North Carolina history. And the vote to oust Pat McCrory was even closer than that. We had to do a recount. My fucking vote counted and it mattered. And I don't even understand the point of me voting blue in my state so we can be safe and then going fuck the country. No, I would vote all the way up to the president and be like, that would be the person that will most likely help. But I would never feel like they are going to do everything I want. And 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 like I said, black people been to Palestinians in that type of way. If you want to look at just like uh, the oppression that we faced in America, the Jim Crow South. But 
and I'm sorry to filibuster Karen, mm-hmm. but because I've just been thinking about this all day. Mm-hmm. The think I think about the anti-lynching bill. The anti-lynching bill was proposed and pushed by people that never saw it passed. Yeah, a lot of them died. And so what you say is, you know, your hope is if I sit at home or if people sit at home, enough people sit at home or enough people say, you know, I'm not going to vote somehow in this in this country. In this that, country. That, that, does ha- that has zero history of ever being like, well, since we lost, let's fix everything. Right. In this country, that doesn't, I don't think it would work. But in this country, that is hope. To say, I pushed the rock a little bit forward and I hope the next one push a little bit further than that. Even some of the stuff that the, the administration is saying around Joe Biden um, and through Joe Biden, the word, the statements of like, we try, we got, we need a ceasefire. We need to stop this. We don't think this is right. Even that is more pushed towards something than, than, than there ever has been before. If what you're saying is true, that us not voting will reap uh, a more positive outcome in four years. If what you're saying is true, Joe Biden is that. Remember, people said they sat home because they couldn't vote for Hillary Clinton. They got Trump. This technically is supposed to be the great liberal pushback. And what did we push for as America, as a country? The liberal people, the progressive people, the left people said the furthest I'm willing to go is a very old white man who's been around forever. This country is not the country of just the bubble I have created around myself. The real reality of this country is when I leave Charlotte's city, um, city limits, I'm in MAGA country. That's what that's what America really is. It ain't America is uh, we say all the right things about, you know, what we would like to see. But we give them sell. We give the money in the war machines to, to we give we make those. That's what we do. You know, so I think I don't fall for the pageantry of America enough to feel this to feel anything but sober-minded in my reflections on voting where I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, I got to go with the pragmatic choice. I'm not going to give this country to Republicans if I can stop it. And you said, well, if your vote is the only thing, you kept saying that. I have never said your vote is the only thing. And I think that's, I think that, I don't know if that was purposeful or just you've been involved in so much back and forth on Twitter and stuff that this is stuff but that ain't something I believe. Mm-mm. When people when people were marching in the streets, that's part of it too. Now the thing is, none of those people can do it by themselves. So you march in the street for George Floyd, right? You do that. But then you know the White House says, "Come talk to us at the White House," and you go, "I'm not gonna do that." They sure did. Fine, somebody else will step in and do that part. Because as long as I've been alive, black people have been, and I mean black people in America, we have not been a monolith. And honestly, a lot of us haven't always been fulfilling all the roles. There's a reason that MLK is the one that goes to LBJ and gets that shit done. And Malcolm X is out there saying what he's saying. And honestly, we needed them both. We need we we can't just have one. I don't expect a monolith. That's why I'm not arguing with folks. It's people I respect deeply who are like, I'm not voting for them, you know, whatever. It's people that have said some stuff that 
honestly, I, 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 some of the stuff I do think is over the line, but honestly, I haven't said anything to them about it. Like, they say something making light of some shit, and I'm just like, nah, no. Like, I don't know if you just want to argue, or I don't know if your heart is just that dark right now. You think, like, even if they did kill kids, like, whatever, that that's on you to deal with in your own psyche. But for me, my personal dogma, yeah, I'm very convicted to vote, and I do feel like it'll make shit better than worse, even if it makes shit worse slower. I'm better. I'm for worse shit slower. If it's for less evil, I'm for less evil. I don't think I'm I, I, nothing's changed over here for us and nothing that is happening would change that. And I say that in the face of being a black person in America who has dealt with atrocity after atrocity after atrocity. And I can't picture giving up my vote, the thing they're trying to take from me every single day. I can't picture me giving up that weapon in the arsenal of things that can push this country forward. And I'm not telling you don't do anything else. I, I think it's good when I see people marching. You know, now at the same time, to be fair, I haven't seen the pictures of like I sometimes I hear people say like they're on college campuses marching for Hamas or whatever. I have not seen that. I'm not arguing whether it's true or not. I just haven't seen it. The stuff I do see when people are marching, the stuff I see people sharing. I'm like, yes, that's fine. Like, that's part of the freedom of speech, part of protest. You shut down the highway. I get why you shut down the highway. They shut down the highway over Black Lives Matter stuff or someone getting killed by the cops. I understood that, you know, but I, like I said, I I feel like not voting is giving up. Other people may disagree. That's their right. But that's why I got to vote and they got to vote. And I don't need to, like, fight them about it, especially I just think people are coming off super fucking callous right now turning this whole conversation into are you going to vote or not, it is a year away. People are still dying. People are still fighting. People are mourning. I'm not going to yell at them. (laughs) I don't care what side of this you're on. I don't know how you yelling at them would even help mocking somebody right now. I don't think it would help. Um, and I think too much of our content online is just doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's why the tenor of this discussion is one of, you know, why are you mocking people? Why are you admonishing people? Why are you threatening? And it's like, because that's all that social media has become is mocking yes. and threatening people and all that stuff. Cause I, and, and like I said, I have gone out of, we have gone out of our way to make sure we do not contribute to that part of the zeitgeist. Everything we said over here, we tried to make reasonable, rational. We've tried not to just fly off the deep end, alienate people. We have not tried to mock anybody. Even the people that I feel like go over the line on either side of this, we don't pull up their shit and be like, now look at what they said. Because I'm like, maybe they... I I haven't gone through exactly what they gone through. I'm imagining it's fucking terrible no matter... Whether you're Jewish or Palestinian right now, I imagine it's pretty fucking terrible the way shit is happening, you know, I'm at, so we haven't even gotten to the minutia of the conflict like that. Cause another thing is we don't necessarily know it the way we know being black in America, you know, everything we've gotten is an allegory to what it, Oh, this, you can understand, right? Cause this is what it feels like to be black, but we don't necessarily know. I, I listen to podcasts and I read and I'm learning on the shit and you see like 
someone brings up something and someone else brings something else up and you i can't imagine being more out of my debt they're like depth the way they're just like oh you mean the 1968 peace accords i'm like i don't did not even know that happened oh you know it's only been a country for this long oh for real well you know it actually goes back two thousand years oh for real you know it's really about religion oh for real i don't know everything over there the way i innately know black shit from just living here so I haven't felt like being just another loud mouth contributing to that discussion. But what I will say is you asked us why and how we can feel like voting is part of the equation to help fix this thing or mitigate this thing. Those are the reasons why for me. Karen, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No problem. Uh, and also the thing is, like I said, a lot of this sounds like online jargon. And because I just know it. Uh, also, the thing is. You say you're in another country and you're concerned about America. And the thing is, we cannot control the president. We put you in office. Now, what these people do in office is completely different once they get in the office. Like, like that's how America is structured. And if you're afraid of what Biden is doing and how it impacts your country, imagine if somebody else gets that gets in there that does not care and goes back to we want to... Well, see, but hold on. That's the thing, right? She put that in the write-up. That, oh, don't just say, like, it's the the worst of the two choices or, you know, you can't just say, what if it's a... But the reason I said I'm not even... That, that, you know the answer. That's a valid point. You might not... Like, just because people are tired of it right. or you don't, you're not, you don't like that, that inconvenient truth... And once again, it's like I said, it's some internet shit. But just because you don't like it doesn't make it not valuable or, or, or like it's like you're saying to me, fuck the student loan thing. Fuck the, the this one issue. It I, It is time to become a one issue voter for me or, you know, for these people. That's fine for them. But no, I'm not convinced. There's no one issue that will ever do that for me, period. And I meant it when it's black issues, too. There's times when I've been like, this shit is fucking not good enough for black people. But as a fucking country of all kinds of people, yes, I am voting for this person because I care about the entire country, not just what happens to only me and my people, although I care about me and my people. You know, maybe if the numbers were different in America and we had that super duper majority where we could have the privilege of being like, if the shit don't work for us, fuck everybody. Black people, 13% right now, 15%. Like, we've never had those numbers to do that shit anyway. But even if I, it wasn't black, if I was a white person, I would hope I feel this way about everybody, not just myself. Right. I'm going to go back to what I was saying because I, I, I want to bring it back to something. Somebody in another country who is concerned about these things, voting is going to determine how how the U.S., no matter how fucked up you think it is now, people voting here in our country will determine how America impacts you. So for you to say, you know, we should just be these single voter things matters because we have to think of the totality. We have to think of America from the perspective of if we vote certain people in office, it it rocks the rest of the world. You might not agree because there's no country that's perfect. All countries are fucked up when it comes to wars, when it comes to, to you know, their powers and all this stuff. All countries are. It's not just an American thing. And this is why I said, not trying to find it, you spent a lot of time talking to people online. Because this is a deeper issue. 
because here in America, you, 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 you need to vote on the totality of things. I say, okay, I'm voting on these things. And when I look, I look at what these people represent. I'm, I'm talking for me, what you represent. And one side, and this is just me, Republican side, over the years, and particularly today, have showed me they don't want this country to function. They don't want this country to run. They want to take us back. They don't care about liberties. They don't care about rights because everything they do is stripping, 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 stripping away LGBTQ rights, stripping, 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 stripping. And you think they're doing it here. You get them a president. What are they going to do? They're going to turn around and they're going to strip shit from the rest of the world. We actually fund a lot of shit around the world. They're going to start defunding. They're going to start stripping. They're going to impact you more than you will ever know. Like, like, like for somebody that's, that's saying Hey, I'm afraid at what America's doing because no country is perfect. No country, no country is perfect when it comes to these rules and policy procedures. And if you're over the United States, you're gonna be wrapped up in wars. You're gonna have drunk like that. Like, like that's a part of the package of this fucked up country. It is, regardless of how you feel about it, regardless of if it's right or wrong. That's the reality. If it of wasn't it. that we knew what the alternative would be, I might even hear you out. But this country is never. It's always let me down. Right. It's never risen to where you think it can go. I don't. It's like an identity crisis. And I think uh, I'm not judging these folks, but I mean this in the most matter of fact way possible. When people try to act like everyone else is taken in by the glitz and glamour of America, Americana. And then they go say stuff like, well, if we don't vote, we'll get this like better version of America. I'm always like, oops, you revealed yourself. You're the one that believes we do that shit. I don't believe not a word of the Constitution like that. I don't believe in none of that flowery language. I don't believe in none of that the founding father shit. I don't believe in it. I just I believe that we are always in a perilous situation on the edge of the razor for our rights as fucking humans, even here. And God forbid you in some other country that, that don't vote for America or don't got oil or some shit. We 100 percent won't give a fuck about you because we're not a good country. Right. So if you look at the default of not being good, it's like, what what can I do to help? You know what I'm saying? My To me, helping is... I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Now, I know people, especially in social media age, when you turn the camera at ourselves, you people's value system is, to me, kind of fucked up because they're like, I didn't vote for this. I'm pure. And they think that's more important than being like, dog, I tried to stop it. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, to me, I'm the, I'd rather, if I see a car about to hit somebody, I'd rather get in front of the car and try to slow it down than be like, hey, man, I wasn't driving a car. I just looked at it run over you. Like, that's how I, and I think people think that's being a hero right now. And I don't know where it's coming, if it's just like, if they think that's being strong or whatever. But to me, the easiest thing in the world is sitting at home on November, in, uh, Tuesday in November. That's, you were going to do that anyway. So I don't see it as this strong moral stance or whatever, at least not for myself. And, you know, frankly, if other people want to do it, I, I hear them, but I don't have to understand or support it. I can just be like, that's what the fuck they did. As I said in November, whatever, 2016, I believe, I said on the show right before it was time to vote, I said, America, we will get the country we deserve in the morning. That's what we do. And we got Trump 
and I didn't I didn't come on here and start ranting and raving about feeling betrayed and hurt. I said that that's that's about right. We get what we deserve here, and we get what most importantly what we fight for. So it's what do you want to fight for? Sitting at home not fighting, and if we want to keep it a a motherfucking trillion real quick, uh, how do you think the other side is winning? And I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about whatever side the slacktivists are against, whatever side that I'm not voting people are against. How did the other side get the power? They organized, they got money, they got influence, and they they pushed their way into power. Nobody in America gets power by sitting at home. No, Zero. No, you do not. Especially not political power. Yeah, particularly not in this country. And as somebody who, you know, my people have died. My people have literature. <laughs> you can go back in the history books, in the record books. There are people that are martyrs that we will never know their name that fought for the right to vote in this country because they knew it was power in voting. People underestimate the power in vote. This is when the apathy comes in. This is where the, 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 the things come in and it's, it's, it's like they want you to think because they want to trick you into not understanding the power that you have in your hands with your vote. That's the whole trick bag because if they can get you to believe the power that you have in your hands for voting ain't real. They could take it and you won't even know it. You look up and you won't have no goddamn rights. You won't know what happened and you won't understand why. And a lot of people are consistently shocked and they're consistently amazed when people get in office and they're like, well, they didn't do what I wanted to do. What well, did you vote? No. Well, then my, and, 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 and this is my thing. You have the right not to vote. I have the right also to look at you and be like, that's stupid for you not to vote. I, like, I, I have that right. And I also have the right to say, I have the right to be angry. I have the right to be mad. I have the right to demand because I participated in the system. I participated in the system. It might not have gave me the results that I desired, but I participated. And also, the thing about here in this country, quote unquote, you win some and you motherfucking lose some. And the thing is, particularly when it comes to abortion rights, them niggas lost for fucking 50 years. They kept losing and losing and losing and motherfucking losing. And you know what they did? They said, we don't give a goddamn about losing. We're going to keep coming back. So, and, and this is why I kind of get mad. So, when people say, I don't feel like fighting, bitch, they fought for 50 years. Well, you want to give up on something that's simple? So, the only thing I'm going to say, though, is because I get why you're upset. I'm as passionate about it as you. But that's the problem with the tenor of this discussion. Because if I'm somebody that's like, well, my family got killed in Palestine, you being mad don't mean shit to me. Agreed. So you yelling at me, that's not what people, nobody need to hear that right now. That's my point. That's why I try to keep this conversation from going to the typical, like, what the fuck y'all niggas doing conversation. Because that's what people are putting up in this is it's in a very emotional time and people are responding out of fear both ways mm -hmm. people are scared of like the gains that we could be losing and the the harm that could be done from a trump presidency um and so they're angry because anger is fear anger is sad go so so it's not that's not the anger coming out. That's not just real anger at these people, because I, I would never yell at somebody to tell me 
this tragedy was affecting them like that. Agreed. So that's one of the reasons, like, you think I'm just trying to keep you from being like, this point and that point. I'm saying, she, the counterpoints are in the argument. In, in the she, What she wrote, everything you said is in there already. So I don't know why you would need to hear her say it again. I'm trying to keep it from being the tenor of all these other discussions because I actually think it's not helpful. When it's, I look on TikTok and I see the woman yelling in her car, I'm like, everything you're saying is facts and everything you're saying is going to turn the other side off because those people are like, I, I'm crying because I just seen pictures of dead babies and you're yelling at me. So, no, I'm not. Now I'm going to call you a bunch of names that you didn't, you probably don't believe or deserve, but I'm going to act like it. And that's, yeah. emotions are so important for these people on Twitter and stuff right now. It's more important than facts for them. And I don't think it's like a privileged thing necessarily. There are some disinformation people. There's some bad faith actors. They will always exist. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that Agreed. of the people that don't want you to vote, it's going to be a, a diagram of people. I, GOP. Uh, like it's gonna, it's going to be a bunch of people that would agree with you not voting. That's going to be a bunch of people I don't fuck with. You know, third party grifters and shit too. Because because the, the thing is, there are two things happening at the same time. And it's hard to address kind of both because I do agree that the things that are happening are wrong. I can, I can say that and say, I understand that. But in addition to that, these other things matter also. And that, like you said, it's very hard to talk to somebody when they're in an emotional spot like that because, they, yeah. you know, it's it's a lot more happening And the response that. is typically to match it with your emotion. And I just, you know, I don't, not you, you, but. But yeah, I get you. It, people match it. And it's just, honestly, that's all I've been seeing for a month now. Correct. Everyone's trying to match each other's, actually two months. We're just matching each other. Like, I'm more mad than you're mad. And I. Man, I've seen, and, and and for the record, I've seen people that I feel are like liberal people, progressive people, yelling at like Muslim people who are like, I'm not going to vote for this dude. I'm like, that's not even supposed to be your value system. Like, you just got to kind of like hope they come around or something, but yes, you, sir. you can't fuss them out. Mm-mm. You shouldn't be laughing at them. No, not that. That's I'm very not doing. fucking real. Yes, and, and I'm not saying you're doing anything. Right, and, 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 and it's really fucked up. It's not helpful. Is my agreed. point. If the point is to find some resolution, which that's you know that's the real wild part. I think we're fighting because we don't know the answers. Right. It's easy to just say something like free Palestine and not have to to actually transcribe something that both sides would agree to and do. Right. It's easy to say that shit. So let me just you know I'm gonna just say the easy shit, and then anybody say something different, I'm gonna fucking start calling them names, and I'm watching people call names for weeks now, and and it's just it's. I don't know what is scary because no one knows what the resolution is to and, and and I'm not saying it's not scary who's president of the United States. It's very scary. Yes. But I'm saying like of the priorities on December 4th, 2023, who will be president in next November for me is not looming enough for me to be yelling at other motherfuckers. I I'm agree. sorry. But and I'm not. This isn't me saying it don't matter. I'm not voting for. I I think Joe Biden's done a bang up job, much better than people said he would do. Mm-hmm. The only president he's not as good as is the president that hasn't existed yet, which is the one that people say would you know cut off all aid to Israel and shit. Well, that president ain't ever existed. 
So you so we're 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 it's like looking at LeBron James and being like the ghost of Michael Jordan would have won twelve rings, right? We, so okay, you don't like Biden? You're mad he's old? Well, he's got a lot of shit done. I could list out his accomplishments right now mm-hmm. if I wanted to. That's not even the fucking point of this. Mm-mm. I'm saying I'm cautioning people. Let's just have a little fucking empathy and some patience. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't have control over what's gonna happen. Nope. I I think it is good that people are saying less people getting killed. I'm sorry if, if folks disagree. I, I don't find that be a very controversial stance Child. in the face of thousands of people dying. It, it seems like it would be a better way somehow. I don't know right. the way. And and that's the thing. and I don't have the answers. So if you're looking for something emotionally to pick you up and give you the right answers. You're not going to find it in anything we said because I read what you wrote. You already had it in there. Right. You, you are- just don't find those things to be compelling. And I don't mean Zinzi. She but can't vote here. Yeah. But yeah, the people that would agree with that don't find anything we would say to be compelling anyway. So I'm just letting it chill. Right. And it's also uh, uh, one of the reasons why. No, Black Rob. It is not the point right now. That's what the fuck I'm trying to say, man. We're so scared of next year. We're flipping the fuck out on people. Let's say that you think voter suppression and voter disenfranchisement is happening right now. And unless we get start yelling on Twitter at Muslim people, it won't be fixed. Well, I disagree. When have you seen these arguments move people? Where, what, what reality are you living in where people are like, well, thank God somebody fucking yelled at me when I was crying over pictures of dead children. I'm not seeing as a motivational tactic right now that is working. And I've been observing without participating in it for weeks. You know what I mean? No, we're talking about yelling black, Rob. So when you say, nah, it is the point, Rob, I'm not talking about, well, guys, let's not talk about voting. I just told you about voting. I'm talking, we on this show and the the email we got is one about yelling at people who are in feeling this, this amount of trauma right now. That's the conversation, not whatever conversation of just voting in general, we're going to talk about voting every day on this podcast. We're going to talk about voter suppression, voter disenfranchisement. We talk about it all the time. I'm saying yelling at somebody online is about something different. So that's the places we go here. That's where you have Twitter's not. So on Twitter, are you seeing conversations that aren't reductive? Here's the place we can have a conversation that's not reductive. And, and this right here is particularly for me, one of the reasons particularly online one of the reasons why i haven't been participating in any of this because everybody's emotions when it comes to these arguments on social media are high people are in distress people are distraught people are sad and and angry and upset and it's one of those things where people need to process things and i think a lot of people aren't allowing people to process things you have other people mocking them while they're trying to process things and when people are angry people will say things outside of normal because they're hurt and they're distraught and they're upset and they don't feel like and they're in a spot where they feel like nothing matters or they feel like what they do isn't moving the needle fast enough or quick enough but in this country and particularly in america everything moves slow we're a big ass ship and the last time i checked ships turn well, and they you move know what slow. we move downhill fast we move downhill quick it's a lot harder to move uphill fast we move yes. downhill fast as fuck though oh yeah we can always go back at the drop of a dime and i think that's why for a lot of people they're very adamant about voting because it was like we are yeah 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 because like, like because that, that's, that's why i'm not trying to like not not to obsess over this black rob shit but that's why i'm like bro what you what do you mean because we are one of the places where we have productive discussions but that's 
not what this letter was about. This letter wasn't like, hey, Rod, I need some places for some productive discussions. Like, that's not what we, the the conversation is about the unproductive discussions. Oh, yes, very unproductive. People that know hear both sides. But then they, but then they're they're being mocked. That's what this. So it's like, don't switch it up in the middle of what we and try to confuse me. Like I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking the conversations about the mocking of people, the people that are that are that are uh, deriding each other, dismissing each other. That shit is that's not good, and 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 it's not worth even doing right now. It's not. It's really not. Yeah, and and it's also one of the things with with I understand because like you say, you have people in their feelings, and then like you say, you get in your feelings because I'm very adamant about certain things, and so you know when it comes to certain things, you know I'm like, what we're not gonna do is this. Yeah, it's just like I mean, it don't take but a second to have a little empathy. That's all. That's all. Yes, a little empathy. I've, and I've seen such a lack of empathy by people that's claiming to be super empathetic or at least pro- like people that like make a living writing about how to, they every feeling and understanding everything and doing the right thing and treating everybody good and all this shit and on the side of all the oppressed people. But in this situation, I've seen them say some of the most cold-blooded shit about each other groups. Right. And I've been like, I don't know how you got there other than being on the internet not having a real conversation just fighting right and and the thing is it is a combination of a lot of people with a lot of topics and a lot of agendas all talking at the same time in places that are designed for conflict and right. and this is kind of the end result of that. And that's why I was saying when the person wrote the letter, I was like, oh, a lot of this is coming from somebody that spends a lot of time viewing and looking at things online. Um, and so, you know, that's why I try to, I'm trying to be as understanding mm. and as compassionate as I can, but also emphasizing on the point that particularly here in America, it, 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 it's a collaboration of things. Yeah, and I'm the thing that I think people, because especially once you get into this like hierarchy of feelings thing that a lot of people believe in online where like the most agreed person has to be the person with the most power or most right. Um, the thing for me is like I'm just as passionate about voting as some of these people are about abstaining from voting. Agreed. So I like I, we're at an impasse where we're never going to agree. Mm-mm. Now I did write her back to be like, can you kind of clarify because that like some of the stuff what, I'm not even really sure what you want from us because right. one a lot of it's not stuff we said Mm-mm. and we don't do so we ain't admonished anybody uh, during any of this. Right. Um, and. Also, are you saying like don't vote or like like you're kind of you're like asking us about voting, but you're not, you know? And then you kind of saying some stuff that I find to be like mis like that's not what I said, right? And so she responded back about um, because I'm like you know what what did you mean? So she said regarding what I said about people mocking and admonishing the people who are threatening not to vote, I didn't mean it to come off as if that's what you did because as you say you never done that, and I probably wouldn't be listening to podcasts with those kind of people. When I mentioned that, I meant to talk about the overwhelming responses I've seen to people in different spaces online, correct? Which I found kind of productive, which I u- which usually only serves to drive the people saying they won't vote harder into the corner, and that's Agreed. why I corrected Black Rob because I don't want it taken out of context 
this is still in germane to what we were was written to us. Mm-hmm. She's talking about these unproductive conversations to which I'm saying, I don't even know why people want to have those conversations right now. In addition to them being unproductive, it this ain't about voter suppression or whatever. It's it's a year away from that. So you 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 these aren't we're not talking about the productive conversations. I told y'all I listen to a bunch of podcasts where I thought the conversations were productive. Learned a lot of shit. Don't still don't know how you're gonna fix it. Mm-mm. Learned learned a bunch of shit I didn't know. Uh, your response from what I can remember has been to say that the only option is voting and people saying they won't vote are not helping anyone. So already you misremembering because I ain't never said the only option is voting. Ever. I've always felt like this is a collection. America's a collection of different people pushing in the way that they feel they can push. I don't think the opting out of voting is a push. If you see people may feel that way, I don't see the evidence of it. If I've seen, if I could just see one time it was successful, maybe I would disagree. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't seen it be successful. I've only seen voting as part of a toolbox of other shit yes as, i've as, only as seen a, that work as, as a combination yeah it's, it's like even if you go back and think of all the things and a lot of the laws and people have over the years other groups have kind of mimicked a lot of the things that the civil rights people do and what do they do they march they protest they get voted into positions they they make legis- legislation they they turn around and in combination with all these things they also vote and she's and, and and in addition to that, black people was only allowed to vote in like nineteen sixty something or whatever. Right, it ain't been that long ago. And black women after that. So I would be a fool to say that voting is the only thing that can be done in America, because we didn't even have the right to have that. We got to vote by by not without being allowed to vote. We had right. to push and organize, but pushing and organizing is not just staying home on election day and tweeting. It's not the same. Mm-mm. You know, like I said, I'm not going to mock anybody that's marching and shit, shutting shit down. Mm-hmm. You know, they went to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony or something, and I heard they were going to, um, I don't know if they did, but I heard that they were going to have groups come out and protest. Mm-hmm. Good. That's part of the You've process. You've never seen us get on here and shit on no protesters unless they were like MAGA, you know, January 6th ass niggas. Right. We, we don't do that here. It's part of the thing. You need it. It's like when I talk about Disney and I'm like, you know, a lot of black women were upset when, you know, Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens came out. And they were like, why Lupita Nyong'o got to be like a CGI character? Why she can't be on the screen as just Lupita Nyong'o, you know, Jedi or, or Sorcerer or whatever. And I remember a lot of people being like, man, shut the fuck up. They got a girl as the lead, white girl. They got a brother as a co-lead. They got this. And I'm like, why are y'all talking to black women that way for wanting what you got already? Right. Hmm? You the same motherfuckers that's mad to this day Finn ain't kiss uh, Ray. So you you care about representation. I'm not going to ask why in those ways, but you care about them in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So don't try to throw that shit at me like, oh, nah, I don't... I don't understand all of a sudden why someone. No, you do understand. And, and they, honestly, they pushed and pushed. And now you got three, four, five different black women, Jedis, and, and characters all throughout the universe. Um, and, and shit, Ahsoka, the dopest show to me. So, like, yes, it is. But you, but you don't get that if you don't say nothing. Right. You know, you right. like organize. Um, honestly, dog, the money speak more than anything. So, like, 
if we're and, being if we're being frank, if you could get the money together, you can change politicians overnight. And also, what I realized, particularly in this country, and the way this country is designed, if you don't participate in the system, your voice isn't heard. So if you don't participate in the system, people that run the system don't give a fuck about how you feel because you're not in in the system. So they don't have to, nor are they obligated well, to like address I said, your concerns. When has it worked? I'll wait. Show me the time this tactic worked. Right. Because this is what you told me you weren't voting for in 2016. You know, the people that were on this. Then we went through Trump. Well, what, what, where is this great Trump who, who basically got the Supreme Court on lock now? Where's this great progress? Where's it coming from, y'all? Now you're just mad at Biden because he's not progressive enough because you know what you actually teach them when you don't vote? You need to get more to the middle because that's where the people are willing to still vote. The, the fringes aren't willing to vote in this country unless it's Trump people for Trump. You see what I'm saying? So I just think if you're being if you if you're if you're solution oriented, it wouldn't even do you no good yelling at these folks. Mm-mm. I just no. don't see why pe- people just are scared. It's got to be yes. fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. make you yell at them because you're so scared of Trump coming back. But they scared too. This is their fear reaction. Some people got fight. Some people got flight. And I got some people freeze. You yeah, know, they do. And and and, and the, 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 if I'm being frank with you, I don't think there's anything Biden could do to get those folks back if they're grandstanding like that right now. I don't, he could stop, he could say I'm cutting off aid tomorrow and they still be like, well, he took them too long. It's, it's over for that. And as, and as far as, as far as this country is concerned, it's mostly concerned with the money and the voters. So once you say I'm not voting, it's kind of over for them even listening to you. Right. And adjusting your things. You can be a disruptor. Yeah, but but you still need to get people on your side. Like yes, you need you, to get people in power to push your agendas and the things that you want done. Yeah. And the old saying is, if you ain't at the table, you on the menu. You on the bitch. menu, and it's like when it's like one of the things with the civil rights movement that I just think a lot of people fundamentally still don't understand. I see this on Twitter all the time. Somebody will be like, I told y'all to boycott Starbucks. I ain't ate Starbucks in six years. And I'm like, good for you, but you know what you really didn't do? You just tweeted about it and you didn't do anything. You stayed at home or you ate. You drank a different coffee. Correct. You're not a fucking hero, bro. Mm-mm. You just you did the least amount of like not you do you not did something. You didn't do something. You not did something, right? But most importantly, what they're saying in that moment is me, 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 me. That's not about us. It's I'm better than the rest of you. I didn't do that thing, and I boycotted. You didn't boycott. You just stopped buying Starbucks because there's boycotts. People boycott, don't understand the meaning of that word. Boycott is saying black people in this town will not ride a bus until you pass, you take down the colored section of the bus, stop making us sit in the back. And then guess what? When you got that taken care of, guess what they did? The community told black people, start riding the fucking bus. Yep. And the reason you have to do that is because you have to have a moment of like rewarding because your actual influence doesn't come from the boycott. Mm-mm. The influence actually comes from the vote. You have to work your way into it, ingratiate it, become intrinsic. There's a reason you see a lot more black women specifically as politicians right now. Yeah, because we tired of this bullshit. Well, okay, but well, they've been tired of this shit the whole time. But it's because they work their way in. They have leverage. They have become important. 
And then you have a black vice president that passes, you know, bill for black maternal health. You have that because she leveraged that. Mm-hmm. She to be the the perfect like uh, the perfect faultless uh, uh, pure person. Sure, you could be that. You won't be vice president, and you won't pass anything. Mm-mm. So I think those are the pragmatic ways in which we look at voting on this show, and as a couple. Um, but at the same time, I still have heart and would not yell at some Arab Americans or Ooh. anybody. I'm not yelling at anybody, dog. Like, I get it. I'm I'm here too. I have my days of rage and shit in my mind. You know, like it's. Mm-hmm. I I just. I, I I get it, but I don't give into it in that way. And if people do, they just do, and I'm not responsible for that. And it's and honestly, I'm not gonna reach them yelling at them. And so I'm I'm not, and they're not gonna reach me. By the way, yelling at me if mm-hmm. I'm being frank. Mm-mm. I can't imagine anybody, you know. And obviously, you didn't do this, Enzi. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. But you I can't even this, picture yeah. somebody writing up here saying some crazy shit to me and maybe be like, "Well, fuck it, man. I guess it's Trump again." No. I'm not going to do it. You know it and I know it. So what are we even talking about? Uh, but um, she said, uh, you also recall you saying you don't approve because you aren't single issue voters, which is why I referenced that in my previous email. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Thank you for clarifying. A little paranoid since Julie, you know, just mm-hmm. need to make sure people don't say we saying shit we ain't say. Right. But, uh, you know, I said, and I appreciate the response uh, we give in return. Because I said, I always... I also wanted this information because I want to make sure the response we give is thoughtful and accurate. Right. Because if I because if I'm projecting under your first email and I'm just saying like, oh, you ain't voting, then you go, I don't even live in America. Remember? And I'm like, oh, my bad. Um, and I did ask her this because I think this is important. It's a question that most of the time these bad faith conversations nobody wants to answer. But I'm like, so if your thing is not voting, can you explain to me or you know that people. The thing is, people saying they shouldn't vote. Because let me stop personalizing this. I said, in this world where we don't vote, what's the outcome? And how does it help resolve this conflict in Israel and Gaza? She said, my version of the world isn't one in which we don't vote. It's one in which we force better options out of the political class. It may be wishful thinking, especially for me as a citizen of a country that has not had a credible election in over a decade. But the myth of American democracy is that it is representative of the people, even in the most dire circumstances. Let me just stop right there and say, I don't believe in that myth. I don't either. So you already talking to somebody that's never, I never bought into it. I I don't believe in the utopia. I don't believe in the secret majority of people that have some common sense and love each other. Mm-mm. I don't believe in the Americans that want to be neighbors. And I, I don't believe it truly does exist. I'm not saying every person that disagrees with me is not a decent person or whatever, but I just think we have always softened our history so that we're never talking about how it wasn't like that at every single moment in history. Right. In America, it was never like that. Mm-mm. You know, I, like I said, when I see people taken in by these myths, a little bit of me is like, sucker, they got you. You know, it's like, well, if we don't do this, then we can come together. Suck, they got you. Right. Stop thinking that that's a possibility. That's not it. So now what we need to look at is a fight. Yep. We, and we got the motherfuckers want to go back to slavery, and we got us. And it's that simple to me. That, that's, and, and, yeah. and, 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 and I remember I've said this before, mm-hmm. and I will continue to be adamant. The goal is slavery. And I've been saying that for years, and everybody looks at me like I'm a fucking lunatic, but I know what I'm talking about. That's the goal. Would they accomplish it? 
probably not. But once you understand it, that's the goal. You understand every goddamn tactic that they're using because the same tactics. I need you to understand. I live in North Carolina. Our democracy, quote unquote, was actually in a study um, analyzed by this. I forget the group, but they analyzed like third world countries, first world country. You believe in all that shit, you know, whatever. But they analyzed normally foreign institutions like countries in their in their democracies and they're like is this a democracy or not well they started doing states mm-hmm. my state of north carolina is not a democracy it's considered Zinzi. unconstitutional we are fighting in court today mm-hmm. before we went on the air breaking news black and latino voters in north carolina have just filed a lawsuit against the state because the gerrymandering in our state has essentially robbed us of the right to vote. Yes! And a lot of that happened because of people's complacency and staying at home because we didn't get the perfect choice for president. Right. As as if there is one. Keep in mind, but when Joe Biden won, he beat every type of person that we claim we want. He beat Elizabeth Warren. He beat Kamala Harris. He beat Pete Buttigieg. He beat uh, uh, Beto. Like, he beat every kind of fucking person that wasn't him. So, like, this is the country. I've just accepted that. Right. I don't, I don't think we're the liberal country we pretend to be. We're the, the country of all the freedom and the, and the, and the fountain. And, we'll, you know, give me liberty or death. We ain't them. That ain't us. No. We've been giving death a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. We just been giving a lot of death. Right, and and also it's one of those things, particularly here in North Carolina. I happen to be very privileged, where I have a driver's license, I have a photo ID, I ha- I have this, and so now in our state, because people opted not to motherfucking vote. Now when I go vote, I can't just give them my name and address and move on. So what happens? If you're somebody that was born of a certain time where yo, the hospital you was born is not there and there's no records of your documentations. What happened to people that can't prove themselves? Now all of a sudden, some of these older people can't fucking vote. That shit fucking matters to me. And, and it matters a goddamn lot. Right now, there is so much political corruption in U.S. elections that we've seen APAC. What's APAC? Uh... American Israel Public Affairs Committee. Okay, so it's a pack. Um, directly attempt to interfere with White House election with zero pushback from those in power. See, that's that's an internet thing. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's an internet thing. Exactly about interfering with House elections. Um, exactly. So, you know, once again, we haven't talked about that on the show. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you've been going back and forth with people on Twitter about mm-hmm. or something. Um. But uh, even if if that was the case, that just is another reason why I'm like, so then where the other pack? D- d- you see the rules of the game right there. If you're saying that it's their money that is changing, da 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 da, and this is the problem. Where's not voting is not gonna is not what they did to get power. If that's what they did to get power is influencing elections, I doubt it was because they said, oh, we we abstaining from voting. Right, and you know, and it's also particularly being here in 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 the state of North Carolina. You know, and it's funny how people talk about they, you know, they're they're opting not to vote and all this shit. But Republicans vote. Them motherfuckers vote. They would go fucking oxygen tanks and pull that goddamn lever. Yeah, they so, voted in losses for a long time. They actually don't have a popular vote. So, like, they have not won the popular vote in a long, long, long time. It just, 
they just don't give up like we do. Correct. Also, it seems you think I'm advocating for people not voting. I'm not. I'm wondering when else people can use the only power they have as an electorate that then to compel their government to actually represent their interests. I think we've already answered this one before. Um, but once again, it's not, you're saying it's the only power they have. I'm not. Mm-mm. If more people said they wouldn't vote because of the ongoing genocide of Palestinians and the government still ignored them, it would also reveal something about the American government, which would cause a change in the future. I don't want to oh. believe that the only options for people are more or less genocide. It may be, it may be seems impossible, but hope is literally the only thing I have left. And I'll just say, uh, I'm not saying you're advocating for not voting. But um, I just don't agree about the American government is going to change in the future, right? Right, because you because of what of people not voting. You have a utopia of this country that I don't have because I live here. I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. Like your view is completely different than my view as somebody who lives here, and I don't believe in that bullshit. And hope for me is voting. Hope for me is marching. Hope for me, like, like that's where I get hope. I don't get hope from America doing the right thing. America only does the right thing when it's goddamn forced to. People don't willingly do the right thing in this country. You got to have shit in law, shit written, shit on the motherfucking books for people to do what they're supposed to do in this country. Yeah, I'll just say um, that... It's as sad and cynical as it is, I do think the options are more or less genocide. I don't think America's never I don't think we've ever not been complicit in some genocide in the in the world. Right. Especially when we decide to become world police and the biggest military uh in the in the world. Biggest military in the world. We don't we're not the country with the most people, but we got the biggest military. I I mean, I'm sorry, but that th- that's how I feel. I feel like and and if you're talking about having hope, the hope to me is in the uh, voting and pushing things as far as you can get them, even if it's the if it's Sisyphus, even if you're just pushing that ball that will never make it to the top of the mount. Mount, um, I think pushing that ball is a worthwhile endeavor that we should be participating in. And I don't think, I don't think not. I think not voting is pushing the ball with less effort than pushing the ball. Uh, in the, in a bunch of ways and voting, so that's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um, but you know, I, hopefully we address your concerns. Yeah, I hope you don't feel any level of like disrespected or whatever, because I and, that's not our intent. No, that's not our intent. And it, you know, and it's also you know one of the things that particularly with you not being here, you're getting our perspective and our American perspective and our American Southern perspective. Not trying to find it, which is actually a very yeah. If specific you if we were podcasters from California or New York, you they probably would be 100 percent like fuck it, don't vote. They you know. A lot of times, like I said, in New York, a lot of people just don't vote anyway. And for right. the most part, you know, they might not like Mayor Adams, but they cool with whatever the fuck they get for the mm-hmm. most part. So, like, there's places in this country where I think the relationship to voting is not one that was fought for the same or va- or the fight was valued the same. You Agreed. know, when I hear black people say nobody died for my vote, I'm like, you either don't know history or you just ain't from here. Because I, I, I 100% know that people die for my vote. It is yes, what it I is. Do. It's documentation. Yeah. They got books that said, nigga, I'm going to vote. I might die. Yeah, it's not feelings. It's facts, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's, you know, I think that's the, the long and short of it. I know that was like a big thing to start the show with. Um, and uh, it's already been like an hour. But I just, 
it's something I'm passionate about, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel like waiting till Saturday was gonna fit, be any better. Right. Um, and so yeah, and I, you know, I'm not, and honestly, dog, I'm not. This is not. Please don't write in here, people listening, as if like, well, let me convince you the other way. This, no. I'm not trying to fight you. Right. That's not the, the purpose. I know how fight. I feel. You know how I feel. Mm-hmm. There will never be an argument you can make that's going to change my mind about it. Mm-mm. I'm that convicted, and I will never not be this convicted again. Agreed. Agreed. You know, because, I'm never. Yeah, yeah. I'm never even going to be kind of like, mm, okay. Because yeah, me and Roger talked about that with Hillary Clinton. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So you know, and like I said, it's not. I'm not engaging in the arguments because what what would the point be? Right, it's not constructive and it's not going to change anybody's mind. I'm voting the end, and I and also because I do understand why people feel that way. I do too. So that's so it's just no like I'm not going to deny that your feelings are valid. So you know it's like if some folks feel like fuck it, I'm not voting. It ain't getting enough done for me. Cool, you know what I'm saying. I uh, if you turn out to be right and I'm wrong, then then God bless you and we'll find out together. But Personally, I haven't felt this like this country has had right wing Republican administrations a few times in my lifetime. Not once have we emerged out of that and been like, well, since enough people didn't vote last time, we're going to get all the right policies done. You know, and even how this country functions. And like I said, with Biden, he's actually nailing it on a lot of these policies. People don't want to give him props. But look what we're looking at for the props to come from. It ain't places where they give props, you know. Mm -mm. Matter of fact, you know what? Fuck it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> we we addressed enough. It's already been an hour, and it's late. We got a late start. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back uh, throughout the week with, uh, you know, probably more chipper fun episodes that y'all actually do want to <laughs> listen to. <laughs> I know. There was like the email actually went out today. Rod the hell. Yeah, I know some people going to be mad and shit, but whatever. Um, you know. We'll we'll see. If you don't like it, vote in the polls on the podcast. Okay, we right. don't listen to people. Your vote matters. That just protest. You got to vote in the polls. Mm-hmm. Only voting. This the only tool. It's the only <laughs> thing that's gonna ever work. Y'all vote now. You know what I say? I say because we don't, we don't pay you no attention if you don't vote. I say if you don't vote, shut up. That's what I say. And I call people <laughs> stupid too. I'll be like, you stupid. Uh, no, we do not. You disagree with me? <laughs> Fuck you, you dummy. <laughs> nah, that's not the show we do anyway. It's not at all. Mm-mm. But uh, thank you for writing in Zenzi. Thank, Thank you, you for baby. listening everybody. We'll yes. be back. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.